Before we get started, I want to talk to you about Roan Apparel. Roan makes stylish activewear from innovative and custom fabrics built specifically for men. They use innovative ta- fabrics such as like ones you can't even believe exist. This one is called Silver Tech and involves melting down pure silver. This is apparently not a lie. Melting down pure silver and weaving it into a yarn. Silver is both antimicrobial and anti-stink, obviously, because it's silver. So your gym clothes will smell will no longer smell. GQ Magazine, in their article, The Truth About Anti-Stink Gym Wear, ranked Roan's products number one, beating what? out premium competitors such as Lululemon. New York Post dubbed it active wear fit for Superman. So when you're looking for your Roan stuff, you can say, where's my super suit? Because <laughs> uh, it feels really good. I'm actually wearing the, the one of the shirts right now, and it feels, it feels awesome. It's snug and really comfortable. Uh, so to check out their brand new collections, visit Roan.com, that's R-H-O-N-E.com slash T-T-C-A, as in turning this car around. And right now they are offering Turning This Car Around listeners an inside deal for 15% off your first order with the code T-T-C-A on Roan.com slash T-T-C-A. Once again... That's R-H-O-N-E dot com and the code T-T-C-A. Made for men, fit for kings. Straight up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, energy, the energy level is um. It's off the charts. <laughs> really high super, energy today. Yeah, it's, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to blow this one. Off blow the doors the, off this one. Mm-hmm. We sure are. Well, so... I'm John Wall. <laughs> I'm John Armstrong from the pits of doom and hell and awfulness that is the year 2016. Welcome to turning this car around. Welcome to turning this car around. Yeah, that perky little intro music is probably the best thing that's going to happen today in terms of <laughs> cheerfulness. Yeah, so we're recording uh, the day after. Um, of the events in Dallas. And the are, other events. You know, precipitated yeah. by the day before events in various places where other people were killed. It's just people getting killed left and right. Yeah, you a Wire fan, The Wire? Um, Did you ever watch yes. any of them? Yes, or? I watched the whole th- I watched the whole thing. I mean, it's kind of a show that you don't want to be a fan of because it's kind of awful. Right. The thing about it, though, is that it underscores the systemic, like how screwed up America is because Mm -hmm. of our systemic choices. Right. And for me, that was always the thing that like you could explain anything wrong in America by looking at the wire and how it documents sort of the chain of events and how everything's horrible. And I think that we're facing a time in our country where we have to take that kind of a look, right? The everything from gun control to how we talk about guns, to the media, like the whole thing. We, we have to take a whole giant look at it and no one's going to do it. No one wants to. No. Well, it's and, too much trouble. <laughs> and like, the, like, so a couple nights ago, or I don't know, one of the three nights this week when shit was hitting the fan and people were getting shot live on video, my girlfriend started crying and the kids came running in and I'm like, oh my God, like this is horrible. And last night I was like, do not fire up any social media well too late she'd already <laughs> jumped on there and was seeing you know twitter moments showing awfulness. Yeah. and so she had to explain to the girls again and it's just oh god awful awful mm-hmm. awful 
are you having any kind of I mean, are you shielding your kids from this? Or you're, well, you're, I'm not exactly shielding them. Um, we, uh, I don't, th- we haven't talked about the most recent, I mean, we didn't talk about what happened last night yet. Anyway, I mean, he saw the front of the newspaper this morning, but we didn't talk about that at breakfast because we we're kind of running around. We got a bunch of things going on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we mm-hmm. can also talk about, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we didn't have a lot of time to like sit down and chat about things this morning. Um, but I, you know, I, we, in the past, we've had conversations about you know, these things that happen when police are stopping people. And, um, and I think for him, you know, I mean, I worry for him being an Asian kid is I think a little bit, I mean, there are Asian gangs and, you know, I think, they right. get, you know, they don't certainly don't get, uh, regarded the same way that african-american people do in this country by the police they don't get quite you know they get profiled in a different way right probably so i don't think he's quite as much at risk but it's still certainly possible it's something that weighs on you yeah yeah Yeah, definitely and we've had a little bit of a discussion about that you know like that kind of discussion about what happens when the police stop you right and which is i mean I think everyone should have that conversation with their kids, but I think it, you know, the sad part is, is there's a racial dimension to it. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Right. And that I wish didn't exist, but it does. Yeah. And I, I'm, it just, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, and the thing that was, that was so heartbreaking for me and, and the last incident, which was, um, and I should look his, his name up cause I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, um, and I closed Twitter, of course, because I didn't want to get distracted while we were having a conversation. Um, but the guy who was a, um, worked in the cafeteria, right? Um, yeah. At school, I mean, who was legally carrying a gun and told the police he was legally carrying a gun. I mean, that that guy was very well regarded in his school and the kids loved him. And just the thought of like, I was saying this on Twitter last night, the thought of the, you know, these kids having to deal with the fact that this guy who they trusted and right. who walked some of them to their classes and made sure that they were eating the right things. So if the ones who had allergies didn't get the things that they're allergic to and looked out for them now have lost this guy who they um, looked up to and trusted and for n- no good reason. Yeah. It's awful. Is this Alton? Um, Oh, shoot. His girlfriend's There's, name is Diamond. I remember that. Is she, did they do the press conference? Alton yeah. Sterling? Yeah. And she, she, yeah, that was really tough to watch. Mm-hmm. All of it's tough to watch, but, but that was particularly difficult. And, you know, I think, I don't know if when you have conversations like this with your kids, if they ask you why this happens, you know, why, my, my oldest does that all the time. She'd be like, well, why? why? And, and when she was little, I would just try to, well, some people are mad at other people or, you know, I would try to simplify it as much as I could. But now it's like, well, we have a system of, you know, racism in this country and I have to go into this whole thing. And it, I don't know, it's, I struggle with how to talk about it in a way that's not depressing and in a way that there's hope somewhere. It's really tough. Yeah. Um, uh, my girlfriend did this mega post about you know, where to read voices. Uh, um, Philando Castile. Castile, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she she posted this awesome, um, sort of like a link 
list of just amazing people who are writing about how to talk about this, how to talk about this with kids mm -hmm. and how it, it's, I, I don't even, you know, it's getting to a point of almost like, I don't know if you remember, there was a documentary made called 1968, uh, crack in time. And it was, uh, it just documented the year of 1968. And I had no idea that 1968 was such a just a messed up year until seeing that and like you know there's vietnam and there was mm -hmm. uh rfk was killed martin luther king was killed i think um uh, malcolm x was killed was he was he that year or was he the year earlier anyway there's just all mm -hmm. these assassinations and protests and um i don't know when kent state was i don't think kent state was that year but it was just nutty. Like all this stuff is going on in the world. Plus Apollo program was happening. Anyway, it was crazy. Right. And I kind of feel like, you know, Vietnam, there's that, the execution, like, uh, in, in, um, yeah. Knock was, was 65. Okay. So, but, but there was an execution in Vietnam that was shown, like it filmed, somebody filmed a guy shooting oh, the guy, guy. Yeah. That, that Colonel shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, That's that I had never seen iconic. Uh, violence like that before and when i watched this i was much younger i was like you know teenager when i saw it it was just i'd never seen that kind of violence before yeah that because i didn't watch r-rated movies and you know due to my upbringing and to see that was just ugh. and so i'm getting the same sense of that from social media yeah that that just visceral awfulness yeah, I mean, you know, many of us have seen at least one person die mm -hmm, in the last mm -hmm. few days on video. Right, and it's it's awful. Yeah, I mean, a real human being is a, right. You know, we right, this isn't a fictional we, we character. People, right, people die all the time, but yeah, it, it's um. I'm gonna send you this link because it's there's some good stuff in it, but um, I, you know there's like gun control stuff there's there's how we talk to one another it's police training it's yeah god it's just awful it's gun like the whole thing like the one guy i don't remember which one it was but he was like i have a concealed weapon but i'm not going to touch it so i'm going like he was saying what he was doing and he still got shot which is terrible right, right. so he's doing the right thing and he still pays a price for it with his life and i just think mm -hmm. that's horrible yeah <sighs> in the meantime um to lighten things up uh you said you had some other I have stuff one, yeah i have today. one i have one bit of good news <laughs> okay <laughs> for me personally anyway yes um my parents were visiting for the past yes. few days which was great it was um they were on their way up to alaska for uh like a week i think and so they stopped here and uh they gave me some news about my old house uh-oh it has not been torn down <laughs> as i assumed would happen i'm so happy so to i was that. very thrilled to hear that actually because um when uh, apparently when you know i i had assumed that it was it's you know it was built in the 60s it's yeah it's sort of Needed brady looking um and the town that they live in had a lot of instances, you know, so it's like, you know, Connecticut town and, and they had to, they had a big problem back in the nineties, I think the 80, late eighties and nineties 
of these people who were moving in. And there, there were a lot of houses in the town that had dated back to the 1700s. Um, and morons were moving in and, and in some instances were tearing down some of these houses and building these McMansions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they finally, I mean, like, you know, quickly managed to pass some ordinances to make sure that nobody could do that anymore. So basically what these people were doing, though, instead were they were Build, you know, buying these properties and building McMansions right next to these little things, oh my God. these classic houses, and like you know, having having that be like the mother-in-law, you know, oh yeah, seventeen hundreds house was the mother-in-law house. Um, so anyway, I just sort of assumed that this you know sort of sixties um, kind of you know bit dated looking house would be would be completely demolished. Um, but uh, they sold it to a family. Um, they have The family has two daughters, and they the only thing that I know that they've done is knock out the, the wall between the kitchen and the and the dining room to make a great room, which I think is a was a wonderful idea. My mom wanted to do it for a long time, but my dad didn't want to do it. So hmm. um, but the you know, but they've they've kept the structure of the house and and it's still there. And their kids living in it now. So awesome. That's a happy ending to to that story. And and I assume when you go back, you can you can drive by. Like if you yes, go back, we and, can do. I can do a drive. I can do a you know a slow drive by. But yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'll I'll ask to go in. <laughs> That's probably I, <laughs> going a little too far. But yeah, I would I would I will definitely probably drive by to see it just to see. They also took some trees out, apparently. So it's not, it's an, ex- you know, nothing's exactly the same, but still, I just, the stru- the fact that the structure is still there, I, I was happy to hear. I, the last time I did this, or that I drove by my house, this was a long time ago, probably two years ago. It was depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to the, uh, like in 2012, I, me and a couple of high school friends who I'm still friends with, we met up and drove from Salt Lake City up to my hometown and we had kind of a contest and, and one of us, my house did not win, but my friend who had kind of the newest house of all of us, for whatever reason, his neighborhood was kind of like the, I wouldn't say, it's not sketchy. It was just like, it was not, and it was, it wasn't rough, but it was kind of orchard farmland that had been converted to a subdivision. Mm-hmm. And so some of the properties weren't developed yet. So it was a little farmy still. Like it felt, you know, r- very rural, not not part of the city, uh-huh. w- which calling it a city is kind of a stretch, but the town. <laughs> and um, his one, because mine was like, you know, there was like rotting furniture in the yard and the lawns weren't <laughs> well kept and the, nothing was pruned or trimmed. Like, And then my other friend, he had, he he lost because he had like, the 70s car uh primed sprayed with primer and there's bondo uh dents happening like they were bondoing the dents up on Mm -hmm. cinder blocks and like just shit across the front lawn like it was total white trash house it had completely just yeah it had turned (laughs) it had turned and he actually had one of the nicer newer houses when we were growing up so it was kind of a sad day yeah to see that um, I don't know I, why I just I shared all of that. <laughs> if you're from Detroit, you don't want to play that game. No, <laughs> no. I mean, have you seen you've seen those like Google Street View things of of like the various conditions, the, how the houses degraded over the years. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. I mean, it's it's terrible. It's you know it's awful. Really nice <laughs> looking house, and then <laughs> slowly the <laughs> it gets you know 
overgrown with weeds and then the windows get boarded up and then it burns down. <laughs> Great. Anyway, this, you know, <laughs> patch of charred earth is where I grew up, kids. Mm-hmm. Have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. John. Yeah. Let's let's change the subject. I have a question okay. for you. When did kids' games get so complicated? It seems like every game that we buy comes off the uh, comes with a set of instructions five pages long. Five pages long. Thank goodness for pinhole. If not longer. If not longer. Thank goodness for our friends at Pinhole Press, who are making parents look smart with simple and smart memory games made with your family photos. Pick twelve of your own family photos and choose your favorite pattern, and you're done. It's you can feed your Instagram photos, photos from your hard drive. You upload them. It's super fast. You pick. You pick 12 of them, and then they make a duplicate set. So you have 24 total, and you play this awesome memory game. I can vouch for this. I've played it with my youngest a lot. And I will be doing that more as she arrives on Sunday. Uh, so we're going to have some a lot of memory gaming with my 7-year-old. So uh, what you want to do is go to pinholepress.com slash ttca. And enter code TTCA at checkout to get 20% off your personalized memory game. That's pinhole press, P I N H O L E press, all one word, dot com slash TTCA. Enter coupon code TTCA for 20% off your memory game. I did not get the memory game. And you guys, hearing you guys talk about it, I almost kind of wish that I had. But I got, um, I got pictures and, um, and then a, and a puzzle, as I mentioned. And uh, while my parents were here, Hank and, Hank and my grandma did them. And his grandma, not my grandma. My grandma, right. that, would be, mm-hmm. that would be unusual since she died in 1988. Right. Um, but uh, they did the puzzle of, uh, that's of a picture of Karen and Hank. Nice. So nice. You know. how, how did you feel about the, the, the uh, quality of everything? Like, oh, it, was, it was great. It was yeah. great. I mean, the picture, the the ones that we had, the pictures that I had made into magnets. I showed you guys. I mean, they're they're just they're. I love those <laughs> pictures of Hank. They're so funny, and they're they're great magnets that are on the side of the the refrigerator, and um, they look wonderful. And and then the other thing I got was a picture. I had I didn't have a picture of me and Karen on my um, my dresser. I had a couple other pictures of my family. You know, my family from growing up, and then a picture with Hank. Um, but not a picture of me and Karen. So I got a picture of Karen and I, uh, and it looks awesome. The frame nice. is, the frame is, the picture is great. And the frame is, is really great too. So nice. good stuff. Fantastic. Thank you to pinhole press for sponsoring. Yes. Turning this car around once again, once again, uh, uh, it's camp time. It's camp oh, yeah. crunch time. Let's, let's talk, let's talk camp. So, uh, last year was my oldest first experience at sleepaway camp and it was quite dramatic as you might gather uh-huh. and she firmly decided that she was not going to go back to camp this year i said great that's fine knowing full well that as she thought about it she would probably go back to camp this year however <laughs> i did not unduly influence her i left it completely up to her and um so we've been through a journey this year of not talking about camp or if it ever came up randomly, she's just like, yeah, I'm not going. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Whatever. It's your decision. You know, you can always change your mind later. Whatever. That's it. Done. Well, so, uh, of course, back in May, she was like, I really, yeah, I think I want to go to camp again. <laughs> and and I don't know what sparked it. I, I have no idea. The one thing I said to her was, you know, I feel badly that you went to camp last year and you have all these bad memories. And she was like, what are you talking about? I loved camp. 
And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I thought you just like hated it and didn't want to go back. And I said, well, if you do want to go, um, you know, you need to make a list of pros and cons and then figure it out. And so that's what happened. And there's been a lot of back and forth conversations and yada, yada. And she's in short, she's going to camp. No the good. good part is that last year I took the hit and got like all the stuff, you know, cause they need bedding right? and, uh, stuff to cart and towels and yeah. a mess and, kit. And what, what is the, uh, what kind what's, what's the camp theme? Is it just like regular, like outdoorsy camp? Yeah. They have uh, archery and yeah, horseback okay. riding. Yeah. It's not like a volleyball camp or gymnastics camp. Right. I think right. a a lot of the counselors are, were into dance last year. So there's like they on parents day, they had a bunch of dances they did that were awesome. I, I hope they do that again. Cause Lita's super into dancing and she's been doing gymnastics for a year. So I think she would, she'd be into it. Yeah. Um, but they have, and they have a lake, you know, have like a, like a lake that they can do canoeing and swimming and stuff like that. So I think right. it's just sort of like, welcome to the outdoors and there's no screens. There's no electronics. Not, mm -hmm. I don't even think you can bring a Kindle. So just books, like regular, regular books. Um, Old school. Yeah, so it's kind of awesome. And um, she's going to go for three weeks. However, my girlfriend's kids also are going for the same session for the same three weeks. So that's three girls. Each of them has a camp trunk. And then <laughs> basically two laundry bags full of bedding and towels. So there's not really a vehicle. I mean, we don't really have a vehicle to take everybody anyway. Did you did you rent that that, I, that monstrosity again? I did. I, I, <laughs> I yesterday I sealed the deal, and it's expensive for a day. The rates have gone up, but worth it because it was so crazy last year. I'm like, we were freaking out. We weren't going to fit everything. It was crazy. And I'm going to be honest. People drove to camp in a not safe situation. I mean, they were buckled in. Everybody had a seatbelt, but it just was like we we were sealed into those cars. Mm -hmm. And then, and we took two cars. So this year I rented the thing and like already I'm, I'm completely de-stressed about camp because I know there will be zero problem of fitting every single thing and every person into this giant vehicle, 12 passenger sure. transit van. Right. I, I will likely have to remove one of the rows. However, I am not even sweating that like that will be the hardest part. Aside from actually unloading at camp. You should just I, go ahead and buy one of those. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> is where do you park <laughs> that sucker in Brooklyn? <laughs> you know, like... Anywhere you want. Well, yeah. 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 I think it's cheaper to just rent as needed. Um, I, I'm trying to find a cheaper thing. I actually was like inches away from renting the um, cargo van. Just like, and I would drive it with like my oldest, you know, like just she and I would go because she can, she's old enough to sit in the front now. So she and I would drive in that with all the stuff and then the other girls could all fit in the other car um, with my girlfriend. But that was going to be almost like 200 bucks just for a cargo van because they charge you by the mile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's 50 miles out and back plus, you know, a little bit. So, you know. I mean, it was by the time you factor in the fees. Was and the trunk a requirement? It's not, but boy, it really makes things easy. Because I was watching kids like with these massive, because you need they insist on like ten shirts and ten shorts and long pants, and there's a I guess there's a dress up thing. So there's a dress, there's you know underwear wow. socks. Like dress they have this. Thing. 
yeah, like there's riding boots and rain boots and uh, rain jacket and poncho and windbreaker and, you know, like all this. It's pretty big. And the trunk just makes it so much easier. Okay. So much. Plus there's a sleeping bag you got to bring because they have a camp out. And then there's like, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember, well, <laughs> I've t- I've, I'm sure pretty sure I told this story before, but um, the first time I went to camp, uh, I had a, had a trunk and the was there for a month. And then the last night in the night before we're supposed <laughs> to leave, we're, we're supposed to have this big dinner down in the, in the dining hall, everybody together. And, um, as he said, pack up your trunks and put them right outside the, the door of the cabin and, and head down to the, the place. And so everybody scrambles around, puts all the stuff away and cleans up their area and does all this stuff. And, you know, everybody's excited. And, uh, as we start walking down to the, the dining hall, it's, it starts raining and it just starts pouring. And then as you know, we, we get in the dining hall, we start eating and it's like, it's thundering and lightning and it's just like coming down in uh, buckets. And, and then, you know, at some point they're like, okay, um, we're going to need to stay here tonight <laughs> in the dining hall. Um, and as it turns out, there was like, there was a flash flood. Um, yeah, I mean, like at one point, one of the, one of the counselors, one of the counselors runs in and was like, you know, like he was, he said, I was like running down the path from the, you know, up the side of the mountain and it was the water oh was my up to my knee, it was up to oh. my knees. And then later these guys, these two counselors come in and they're like completely, they're just like white and they're like, like one of the cabins just washed away. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and so oh my like, God. Okay. I mean, in this, you know, the. The hall was safe. I mean, we, you know, we, you know, it was, it was loud outside, but it was, you know, we didn't feel in danger at all, particularly. But then, um, you know, the, when we got up the next morning, we, we basically learned that all the, all of the luggage had washed into the Snake River. <laughs> oh my God. It was gone. Just <laughs> revenant. that we had packed up in our trunks, just gone. And so I got in, you know, they take us, they drive us to, to Denver and we get on the plane and fly home and my mom picks me up at the airport and she's like, let's go get your luggage. Like, oh yeah, there, we don't need to do that. <laughs> there's no, I, I, yeah. I don't think that's uh, going to happen here. Um, Probably not. Uh, they, I was concerned. It's an all girl camp and the girls are, are, you know, I'd say like eight, seven or eight to probably 15. And so it's, it's not like they're, I, you know, I, I would guess some of the middle schooler and above girls are kind of starting to, you know, want to find the boys camp across the lake, but there isn't one. So <laughs> they're going to have a long kind of awesome. look because there right. isn't one. Right. So that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, at least for me right now as having a 12 year old. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, part of me wants her to have the experience of trying to decide if she's going to do that or not. Like, I think there's a, like, I think it's important for kids to be faced with that at some point. Um, but I say that now having, knowing that my daughter will not, not face that. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're glad she's not having a wet, hot American summer. That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> the, the uh, So last year there was a bit of a craziness around um, last minute shopping. Last year they came out with their mother. She had some stuff to do in New York. And so they, they flew out with her and I was assured they'd been packed with everything they needed. And if, and that, that I would have to shop, uh, shop for a lot of the kids clothes for uh, camp, which was f- fine. Took care of it. But there was, she forgot her swimsuits. And this, the camp requirement is that you have at least two. 
because you're swimming every day. Oh. You swim every day at right. the lake. And they, she forgot them. And for whatever reason, Amazon didn't have anything. No one had anything. And we had a day basically to do it. And so my girlfriend, you know, that we figured it out. We had a friend that um, let us borrow some that fit Lita perfectly. But so this year in June, when I went back, we had a special couple of shopping days for <laughs> to make sure she has all the clothes she needs for camp. And then, okay, here's the things I have to buy. I had plenty of time to do it. It's just so much less stressful this year. However, I just realized we don't have labels for everything. So we either no. have to magic marker her name in. Right. Uh, or last minute ship some very expensive clothing labels. Yeah. Yay. Um, which is, <laughs> it, given the number of girls we have, it's kind of smart to have those just anyway. Right. Because... Yeah. <laughs> Last year we came back from uh, when I went to camp with Hank, um, fifth grade camp. Uh, right. We came back with um, with somebody else's. Like we came back with like a pair of socks that weren't his and a shirt. <laughs> 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 like who's is this? What is what is this doing? And we were only there for three days. Oh my so, god! Yeah. yeah. But um, they, you know, like the minute they get there, the the stuff just sort of explodes all over the floor. They're you know wow. they're kids. They're you know like none of yeah. them. Are. You know, just making exploding, them, right? Yeah, enforcing that kind of discipline is not is not easy. So last year was kind of the first summer since I've been um, divorced that I had dedicated like summertime with me. In the past, I lived in Salt Lake City, and we just kind of divided up the summer. We just kept the normal um, our normal routine. But once I moved to New York, that in, that kind of mandated that we split the summertime. So. Uh, last summer was kind of the first test run of that. And, um, I found this awesome place for Marlo to go to day camp and, um, she'll be doing that again. And she actually asked if she was going back to that place. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of hopeful that this summer will be a little, I mean, last summer was a pretty awesome summer. We did a lot of traveling together as a family and it was just a good summer. This, this summer, um, I'm hopeful and I'm hopeful it will be even better there's still like i'm still a little nervous about marlo um mm -hmm. part of me you know that when we you know like i knew having an age gap with the kids would mean that there would be times like this where one kid is doing something dramatically different than the other kid right and the hard part about having the kids in a non-vacation setting they're going to come in on Sunday and then we're going to go away for a week to a, a house out on Long Island that we were, were renting with um, my girlfriend's uh, mom. And so that'll be like our vacation together. And then camp, we'll get, come back and get ready for camp and go to camp. Mm -hmm. And how long is camp? Camp is three weeks. And then there's a, there's a two weeks in, there's a parent's day, which is very much needed <laughs> for all parties. <laughs> Then we go back the next week and pick them up and bring them home, which I will rent if if everything works with this giant vehicle. I'll, I'll have to rent that again. I wish they had shipping, but the camp's not that kind of a camp. Some camps like you ship your stuff to them. Um, I've heard oh, about yeah, this okay. from other people um, who can afford really expensive camps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, these these folks don't do that. So I, I'm just I'm just a little concerned that Marlo doesn't have the like like. There's some people kids in the building that we've we've uh, found out about who are her age. Hopefully, we can do some play dating and you know have her kind of make some friends while she's here. I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm just a little little nervous about it because 
Mm, yeah. Yeah. But the, but the place she goes, the camp is awesome. Like she, you know, they, they do field trips and day walks and they go to parks and they do stuff. So yeah. they're not just sitting inside like watching TV or whatever. They're, they do like arts and dancing and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We went to, well, my parents were here. We went down to the glass museum here in town oh, um, yeah. with, with Hank, um, which was great. And while we were there, there was a group from a, like a camp in the area. Mm. Some sort of, some sort of, I mean, it looked like maybe a day camp, um, but they were, they were all walking around looking at the, looking at the art as well. Nice. Nice. Getting some culture, which is not what I did when I went to camp. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Decultured. Right. Uncultured. Yeah. The thing that uh, I'm hopeful about on this, uh, this week vacation is bike riding. Um, I'm hoping to get Marlo riding a bike that's my goal this year, this summer <laughs> okay is to get her on a bike and i i don't know that that's going to be possible but i'm hopeful uh last year we got my girlfriend's youngest riding she finally was able to ride and um you know she's eight years old so it was definitely time marlo i think is is there i think we're ready mm-hmm. i'm trying to put on the most patient dad uh, hat, <laughs> a costume, right, right. whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, trying to be super chill. Yeah. Uh, about that. So, um, I think I don't know. Like that was the thing with my girlfriend's kid was that I felt like I could pretty, you know, I could I could easily teach her because she wasn't my kid there's just something about it. There's something about the, the, um, distance there. Like it's the, oh, the yeah. buttons are different. Like the, the, the dynamics is different. That's all. Right. I mean, that's the only way right. to say it. So, yeah. um, I'm hopeful that I can translate that experience to my own child. Well, and... much, <laughs> I never had a good experience with that. <laughs> yeah. My brothers tried to, you know, my parents, my parents started out by letting my brothers try and teach me. And the first way that they tried to teach me was sh- pushing me down a hill. Nice. Yeah. That was, they thought, yeah, they thought that would work really well. And I did, you know, of course I just went head over heels and fell down and, you know, then didn't want to get on a bike for like a year. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so. I, Yeah. Which was sort of similar to how my parents sent me to camp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't, don't really think of my family that way, like um, sink or swim. But th- th- those two instances, it was definitely uh, yeah, yeah. And, I, and in both instances, I practically sank. So <laughs> it took it took a lot longer for <laughs> me to get to the point where either I was comfortable with either of those things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um. As we wind down, uh, uh, we need to do our, our final uh, read that I'm going to yep. insert. I'm going to move it. This is the craziest editing ever, but I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to start, John, and I'm going to ask you how, you know, we've, we now as a show, all of the hosts, the regular hosts have a sleep number bed. That is correct. And you've been in yours a little longer than me. How, like, what's your sleep number? What's your sleep IQ? How are you doing? I got, I gotta, well, I, I'm gonna have to turn on my wife, my, uh, my, I'll turn off airplane mode so I might get some mm-hmm. interference Glitchy. here to get my, to get my sleep. I haven't looked for today. 
81. Nice. 81, what's your not setting? bad. What's 81, your not bad. Setting? The night before, 81. So I'm getting a consistent, I'm getting a little bit of consistency here. Um, nice. My setting is 90. Wow. My sleep number is 90. Oops, let me see. There goes the, mm-hmm. there I get the interference back. So I'll turn back mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. airplane mode. Yeah, so I feel like I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I've hit, I, I had a, I had a rough patch for, for a while. That one mm-hmm. time I was out late, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was not. That was not. I looked like a fifty nine or something. I think. Yeah, that was yeah. not good. Um, but uh, I'm back in a, I'm back in a sleep, sleep groove. Okay. And I haven't checked with Karen to see what hers is, but she's been doing, she's been doing well. Good. That's good to hear. I my sleep IQ. 86 oh man yeah and that was on a setting of 50 i did 50? a test wow yeah a couple nights ago i did a test run i went to 80 just to see and i think i'm gonna go back down i'm gonna keep it in the softer side interesting yeah i don't think i can do 50 i gotta say though i think i'm i'm you know it's only been a little over a week i feel like i'm getting better sleep and, and that's not me like pitching this client or anything like mm-hmm. for real like i have to say i'm impressed well karen karen said yesterday she said that she feels like her um her back is not hurting as much there you go since since we got the new bed so which is perfectly possible I and mean, our old bed was you know <laughs> right. was old first of all i mean it was just all just old but also it, you know so women's part of the benefit of having a new bed but i think it's also just like a i really i kind of like the well first of all i love the fact that it's adjustable i mean that's right that's incredible going from you know never having been able to do that ever to this right and and the fact that it's adjustable on both sides because mm-hmm. her sleep number now i think is i mean i think she went down to 50 I think she's doing 50 as well. Um, okay. And which I find crazy, but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she can, she can do that and I can have mine. Um, right. So I always liked to, I always wanted a firmer um, mattress, but it's, it's nice that it's firm down below and it's still, it's still soft up on top. I mean, you know, it's got that thin, that nice cushy layer um, up on the top. Yeah. It's really good. So did you do the, which do you, did you get the, the foam bed or the regular mattress with the topper? Or what did you do? The, I get the, I ate. Mm, um, okay. Nice. Yeah. Is that what you got? No. I we didn't. Oh, you got that. We we did the M. Okay, series. you got the M. Yeah. So it doesn't it's not memory foam. Ours the, the I eight is not memory foam on top. Okay. But, it's um, but it does have a softer a soft layer up there. Like a pillow top. Yes. Does yours do the adjustableness like where you like can make it like a hospital bed? No, we didn't get the split one. Okay. Yeah, because that's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend um, but, was like, "We're too young for that, not yet." So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see how that would be. That would be pretty cool. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I because I, I, I lay in that thing and I thought it was like as those legs were going up, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this feels actually feels really pretty, good." <laughs> yeah, this is pretty nice. Well, f- so my my you know we don't have a home office, and my my girlfriend, I I go to a share a co working space. My girlfriend though, she works basically out of the bedroom, and so she'll sit on the bed to do her work and she just she's and even if she sits down like at uh like on the couch or something she'll still like put her feet up and so i was trying to like well, maybe we should think about this you know and but she was like no 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 so 
So uh, anyway, sleep. That you'll get that later. Yeah, my sleep set exactly when I'm older. The sleep setting I have is uh, I, I like I said I went up to 85, but now I'm gonna go back down to 55. And uh, you know I think we both said we love our sleep number bed because awesome sleep. Yep. And uh, the ad copy is inviting you to visit a sleep number store and make sure you tell them that Lex from Turning This Car Around sent you, even though he's not on this episode. Even though he's not, we're gonna by proxy. Were he here, he would definitely tell you, and he would probably do about eight hundred times better on this ad read. <laughs> but no less from the heart, right? I mean, we feel it, and we're yes. thank you to Sleep Number for sponsoring, turning this car around today, and for uh, making good beds that we get. To and sleep then, yeah, on. and thank you for the bed; it's amazing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super amazing. Somebody's running some water. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Hopefully, there's no flooding. No, no, there's no flooding. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, then. I'll have more to report on um, next episode with because it'll be right. Let me think. That'll be during. The family vacation. Oh. Right? Yes. I will be podcasting from our <laughs> rental house. Live from Live. family vacation. Yes. And nice. um, hopefully I'll have good things to say. And I'll be super yeah, chill. Yeah, that'll be good. Super chill because I'll be uh, in, in chill vacation mode. Good. Uh, any other, you got any other plans for, uh, now, now that your uh, family's gone, I saw that you posted a thing about your mother <laughs> arm wrestling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she didn't. I, I should correctly I correct that because she did not arm wrestle my dad, mm. um, which I assume you know because she probably already knows mm. the result of that, right? Right. Um, but she did arm wrestle me and Karen and Hank. Wow. Um, and she went. She went over three. Wow. But she um, she she showed up. Right. She showed up to play, which right. you got to give her some, a lot of moxie. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I can't even remember how that started. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody threw a gauntlet down. There was Somebody words. threw a gauntlet down, and then there was arm wrestling. <laughs> and this was public too, right? This was. This yeah, was... yeah. Well, actually, I think no. Her her match and and me. Her match against me was ended up at home, um, but uh, she. I think she wrestled both Karen and Hank uh, in the restaurant that we were in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, we had a nice visit. It was it was good, and I mean, and and uh, she loves making. Uh, putting puzzles together and Hank loves putting puzzles together so the two of them spend a whole bunch of time a bunch of time doing that so puzzles that was, are good they're yeah, good for that kids that was nice yep John I just want to say this uh, I'm yeah. proud that you were able to beat your mother in arm wrestling <laughs> and hopefully the gloating and the trash talking didn't kept it to a minimum didn't bruise anyone bruise no. anyone's ego, egos or feelings nope okay well listen yeah have a great well, you know, yeah. time. And what? and and I gotta say that I feel better after this conversation. Yeah. I know we started on a low note. You're feeling a little less. But I feel like, yeah, I mean I I feel a little this has been a little cathartic. All right, everybody. There's hope in the world. <laughs> even if hang on to hope. Yeah, even if there's another goddamn Twitter yeah, moment which, around yeah. the corner. <laughs> which there probably has been while we've been recording this. <laughs>